Good morning. <laughs> Sorry. Good afternoon, Phil Greenbin. Travelers on Funny Path of Life. 12, 18 and counting. Heading out <coughs> for my walk and run this morning. I have to say, I do feel uh, energized, which is, as I'm saying that, there is a little conflict in me, or there is some kind of ambivalence, <clears throat> because I'm aware that what that implies is that I'm going to feel better about my day. And in a way, you know, sunny weather, you know, if it's stormy, you're not going to hear the birds, you know, animals are going to be hiding. So in a natural world, there are conditions which are more uh, prone to favor a certain type of uh, animal, un animal. Uh, oh my goodness. Un cierto tipo de animal. Kind of a way of feeling, you know. Feeling cheered up. And so, I mean, yes, it's a ridiculously gorgeous day. But I'm not even sure, you know, that's, uh, that's part. I mean, obviously it can't hurt. I'm not saying it does, you know, but uh, the mind balance is interesting because I'm like, why? I guess not so much like, why does it matter? But to the extent to which it does, because I understand, you know, a sunny weather, like even more in the south of Spain, when you get those crazy day, like between 15 and 20 degrees. You know, not quite warm, but ridiculously wonderful. You want to bask in the sun. It's just, it's amazing, you know. It's kind of a, the sun is so friendly, you know. I mean, can you imagine in the summer here, with that kind of sun and all, it's it's not going to be fun. Anywho. So, I understand that the part that has to do with being a body, being a biological creature, and and that there's something about the sun, about some of those elements that will favor that kind of upbeat uh, state of mind. I'll call it, for lack of a better word. And uh, but you know, but I feel like I'm going further with it than just. Um, just that effect, that somehow those are the kind of days that I want, or to maybe hang on, or to depend upon those too much, to feel a certain way and to assume that feeling that way is basically what you want. And I kind of, I'm getting to know that that's not true, you know? A little situation here. Okay, the road. I'm gonna have to squeeze. I'm not sure what it's doing, but uh... anyhow. So interesting. A little vibration. It just came out of nowhere. I wasn't planning to talk about that, but uh, yeah. So I feel like animated. I guess yeah. Animado. Estoy animado. I guess that would work. I think that's actually mean the same thing, in a weird way. Un estado de animo. 
yeah, that, that wouldn't work in English. But uh, to be animated, well, I don't know if animated is positive. Porque un estado de animo, a state of animation, I guess in Spanish, would mean being cheered up, you know, being pumped up. And uh, animar a alguien means to cheer somebody up. Anywho. So, feeling great. Actually, when I woke up, I'm now kind of heading slowly but surely toward the four o'clock. I think uh, I want to do that. There were little, uh, those guys with a forklift. The garlic and onions and crates and moving around. Anyhow. So, so yeah, when I think about this morning when I woke up, I did not necessarily feel the most, the f most awake, the, the freshest. I guess, but uh, the yoga was amazing. I felt very strong. The warrior pose in my uh, sun salutation, because you have you know you have many ways that you can do it, of course. Uh, and I, I I don't know I wouldn't say I procrastinated because I wanted to feel natural that progression to the variation that I was doing and then to eventually include that, which has been a while now. I don't remember. But it is a pose, una sana, that is challenging for me. And uh, and there are many that are, you know. And again, I, I am a weird guy when it comes to a lot of those things because I am not, not that athletic, but I'm not that athletic either. You know, I don't quite know where I fit. I mean, I have a level of athleticism, but, you know, it's not... It just, anyway, and of course, you know, I'm going towards 51. You know, I'm touching, I'm going to touch metal here. Let me touch metal, fence. Here we go. Metal, uh, actually, it's rail. And, uh, you know, I have not really had any injuries serious enough to prevent me. You know, outside of getting the COVID, that's not an injury, that's an infection. That's different, viral infection. But anywho. Uh, so that one was one of the last one to bring in. I have the basket pose that I've actually added recently, and uh, it it feels very strong. It's actually one of the things that I enjoy the most now. When I go to that warrior pose, I'm not sure how right I do it because my foot is not planted. Uh, one of the foot going behind, I actually am on my toes and they are flexed. And then I'm really dropping the body, but you know, to, to basically there's a kind of a tripod kind of a thing, yeah, pulling upward with my hands in a prayer pose, looking up, and then uh, one leg folded, bent at the knee, and then the other one extended backward. And then pushing on those three parts to where you don't just lean on one. I still have a ways to do because being on my toes makes me less stable, so it requires more precision, you know, more mindfulness. But just strong, feeling strong, feeling good. Uh, I'm sure I'm kind of playing around the edges in terms of the sitting meditation. You know, I'm up to a one hour now, and I'm thinking of upping it a little bit. We shall see. <clears throat> so anyway, so just feeling pumped today. I did go for a little run yesterday afternoon, after a nap, actually, uh, because yesterday was Monday and there was no church. And uh, yeah, I was like, why not? Let's just check. Let's go check the run a little bit. 
I'm not sure how much I'm going to run this morning, but my guess it's going to be more than actually around an hour. And uh, But I'm looking at maybe changing that again, <laughs> changing it again. I don't know, because I like the idea of running. So I don't know. You know, if it means, I, I still don't quite know. I don't have it clear. But there's obviously something that's confusing and um, there's a hurdle somewhere. I'm not quite sure where. So I'm going to play around the edges on this one. Anywho. So yesterday, Pilar uh, basically got the book, the revision done. So I was able to get a text done yesterday, send it last night to Isabel, feeling very good about that. And this morning, when I was at the library, between Japanese lesson and uh, I, uh, I updated the book. So that part is pretty much done. And actually, I just find out that through WhatsApp, I can send that. Uh, well, yes. Uh, through WhatsApp, I can actually send it, you know, format it into an EPUB. I mean, well, yeah, I can format it into whatever, but uh, I can send it directly, the book. So I feel pretty good about that. So that also is nice. And then from then on, it's going to be, well, I guess whatever Isabel is going to tell me, we'll see, whatever kind of constructive, constructive criticism she will have for me. And then I will, of course, you know, integrate that. And then uh, I will keep the conversation with Pilar, you know, about things like, uh, you know, Spanish people don't eat lentils at night. So more than likely looking at some kind of a nice soup, you know, for supper. That's a great supper to have. Something nice, soft, algo blando, yeah? Soft, um, blando. And uh, a couple of... Uh, Spanish fellows here. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful One of the ass. Anywho. Well, we kind of are in a country here. So, yeah, you have people basically taking on this back road between olive trees, fields of olive trees. And throughout the day, you'll see people walking here. It's just kind of a nice, you know, it's away from the city, from the town. And it's kind of a little country walk. Anywho, uh, so yeah, feeling great about that being done, you know, it's, I mean, it's been, uh, I mean, it's not done, you know, it's, it's been an interesting undertaking, uh, about getting that done. I also got a message from the, my other one, my first client. So basically she's coming back home from, uh, dealing with her dad issue. So she hasn't had time to. To take care of herself so but she's looking at resuming and i'm going to more than likely well no not more than likely after this one podcast during my run i uh i listen to a nutritional podcast <laughs> i haven't really listened to my uh, music playlist that i have for every day of the week kind of pump up kind of music to pump you up and uh I'll go back to the other one because on the uh, low fold map, which is kind of recognized as one of the tools for uh, uh, leaky gut, for inflammatory bowel disease, for small uh, intestinal bacterial overgrowth, irritable IBS, basically, irritable bowel syndrome. So, which is actually, when you think about the microbiome, it is actually quite important. Uh, when that's being attacked, 
when it's been in problem. And anywho, so basically they're challenging. It has been challenged because of the restrictiveness and the macrobiota or the macrobiome. Basically the idea of uh, by removing so much of those food, those irritants, that there could be a, a different kind of threshold where it might be more uncomfortable, but long-term it might be more beneficial. And it's an interesting point. I think I'm getting it right because before they would just take all that stuff out. It's very restrictive. You know, it's basically going to be low carb and very high fat and all. And uh, of course, I don't see it as like a long-term diet. But, you know, if it's a diet that really gives a break and allows the body to reboot and then to heal, you know, and then prevent those things which are making it worse, which are not problematic in and of themselves, but because of the condition in which that leaky gut, that gut is, it is problematic. It, it exacerbates it. So that's kind of dense. So basically, uh, yeah, we more than likely will be changing the protocol for her. And uh, I think I'm going to put her, I'm going to have to look again on SIBO in terms of what was to be avoided. To be avoided, but I think I'm going to put her on the lentils, which is one of the easiest legumes, uh, pulses, I guess. It's a pulse, I think it's what they call it, right? Uh, it's in a legume family, but it's a pulse, I think. Um, it seems to be one of the less problematic. So, and since they have so many great things, you know, I mean, from mineral, vitamins, and, you know, those uh, resistant starch, the, the, um, so now I'm learning about also prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic. <laughs> the, basically, the, the postbiotic are the uh, S, uh, SCF, short-chain fatty acids, so they are basically so very, very, very beneficial uh, short-chain fatty acids that are created with uh, the substrate of, uh, of prebiotic, which is basically non-digestible fiber, insoluble fiber that you get into some of those things. Very, very interesting. Anywho. So anyway, so we'll see, but uh, she knows she's, uh, she's back on the radar. Uh, so maybe maybe we'll we'll do again and then we'll see with the other Isabel. Isabel number one, Isabel number two, I guess. I have not heard back from that lady who wanted to gift one of her friend, you know, a session with me. So I almost felt like it was a prank. I mean, not that it matters. Either way, it doesn't matter. But something in me felt like it was a prank somehow. I don't know. Like it was kind of weird. Anyway. But then again, I mean, why would that be so weird? You know, if you have a friend who who would like to offer to a friend of hers that she cares about, you know, something that she feels might be beneficial. I mean, you know, so in a way, it doesn't matter either way. You know, it's not that far-fetched, but I feel it's far-fetched at the same time. I thought it was funny, though. I was kind of almost laughing when she called it. Anyhow. So, so, so. So, to this Tuesday, I mean, if I was in the shade, it would feel definitely cool. But there's a lot of sun where I'm going on my run now. Uh, I don't know, it's going to be like in the mid, I guess, in the teens, something like that, yeah? Uh, you'll have to forgive me, it's 1.8 Fahrenheit for uh, 13.30, so that's like, uh, well, in the 70s, I guess, late upper 70s. Is it that much, really? 
No, 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 I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So that would be uh, not quite, okay, not quite 30 from, that would be 60, yeah, in the low, we may be like looking at around in the low 60s today. Here we go, that makes more sense. The days are colder, but the next, the foreseeable future, we're looking at sun here, and then we're looking at, it's going to be rains back and forth from time to time. So, anyhow. So that's for our little forecast for today. I'll be making a nice little salad later on. Looking forward to that. I'm having fun actually. And something too that I started to include, interestingly enough, in my diet is ketchup. So because of lycopene, because of the concentration of tomato. You know, that would be actually quite an expensive process if I was trying to really to do it myself, to reduce a tomato, you know, to that concentration level. And yeah, you know, you have sugar, you have what, vinegar, I'm not sure mustard, but I don't know if I've brought that up before, if I just thought about it. But it's, uh, yeah, it's something that I feel good about. And also something interesting was that, well, a little anecdote. Uh, in 2019, I guess know where we are. I'm assuming you cannot hear. You could hear that truck. We're on a little stretch of a road here. In 2019, when I was volunteering at the Miriam's Albergue, Albergue of Miriam, or Miriam's Albergue, yeah. And, uh, this, uh, what's, what's her name? Deborah. I think that was Deborah, her name. She had this thing. She's from, uh, from Brazil. And, uh, with potato, what was it? I don't remember if it was. I think it was with potato somehow. But it was basically something she would make, which was mustard and ketchup and mixing it together. And if you know me, you know I really like mustard. And, uh, and I kind of tried it and was like, ah, that's interesting, you know, and something simple. And that's what I did this morning. I mixed some up on a plate because I had to cook some potatoes yesterday. And uh, yeah, it's, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying it. And I think it is, you know, I think sometimes we, it can be easy to demonize anything that's kind of processed or even highly processed, you know, and you put it all into one bag. And uh, I think, we could give it a little more, little more room in there, in in that in that debate, you know. That, yeah, I think overwhelmingly, the dietary pattern should be unprocessed food, you know. That you, the more thing that you buy that are pre-made and all that stuff, I don't think it's as healthy, you know, for an individual. But in terms of making it kind of a black or white or like same thing as saying, you know being vegan is better because not only they can do it, they can say it anyway, the science yet cannot say that being vegan is the best one. To be mainly plant-based, to eat little meat, little processed food, whole grain, beans, fruit, vegetable, nuts and seed, herbs and spices, that's pretty much established. But in terms of if somebody wants to, uh, you know, have like five or 10% of I would dare to say even 15% of the daily intake of calories coming from meat or meat product 
and even some things like fermented dairy, like the cheese or the yogurt, seems to also behave differently than, for instance, uh, the cow's milk. But uh, bottom line is, it's not even making case for it because I don't want to. But at the same time, I can appreciate that it is not necessary. You know, you don't have to make it all black and black or white. So same thing with uh, with the idea of this processed food. Like uh, I'm even thinking of like a, a, a texturized soy protein. I think is what it's called. It's basically they, they extract the protein out of the soybean, and so it is a processed product. I don't even know what that means. Like how do they <laughs> extract the protein from a bean? You know, but it basically it ups your concentration of protein. And uh, I'm not going to go too much into the weeds in there. But it's like, you know, is it the same as, I mean, even like looking at oil. And I have, I do find oil problematic personally. I mean, well, personally, it's not like that's just my own anecdote. There are, there's plenty of debate and controversy on the topic of oil. And I'm not talking about saturated versus unsaturated, monounsaturated, polyunsaturated. I'm not talking about that one. I feel this one is, you know, like saturated fat. I'm just not a big fan. And I think there's plenty to to, to raise a flag there, to raise a, rave, a red flag. But, you know, in terms of monosaturated, polyunsaturated, and then the difference between raw and cooked. Like if you're going to expose it to heat and then versus putting into a salad. And, of course, you know, whether you want to lose weight. I mean, there are many, many, many things. But, you know, sometimes it is demonized. Um, but I think there are places in time to where minimizing the use of it. And I would say, like I would tell Pilar, say, eat the olive. <laughs> I mean, eat the olive if you love the olive oil. Eat the olive. Get the fiber. Get all those things, too. Don't just get the, the olive. Even though the one of the <laughs> dilemma there is that it's quite high in salt, too. And she is also, she's quite a big fan of salt. <laughs> Definitely Spanish. So anyhow, so yeah, this idea of uh, processing and then being evil, uh, throwing the baby with the bathwater makes me think of uh, Ramdas likes to use that expression on, he has used it on a few occasions. Anyhow. Anyhow. So, so yeah, it's kind of fun to have that little thing. It is so ridiculously affordable too. And I'm sure, you know, obviously the tomatoes that are being used, they are not pretty women, but... Who cares? Anywho, it's more than at least you could look at it as a recycling program. The tomatoes that are not good enough to, to be turned into like a chopped tomato or, or fresh tomato or canned tomatoes, and you know, you turn it into a ketchup or catsup. As a, the, I forgot, is it the British call it catsup? Anywho. So, feeling great. We'll see what, uh, what today brings, but you know, the body. Uh, body feels good. Um, my goodness, I don't know what what more could I tell you guys. Is there anything else that I would like to bring in to show at the exhibit? Um, well, I've mentioned that the library is now open in the evening, so I know it's very mundane information, but for me it's kind of cool. Like uh, that's a good chance that I might, before going to church, you know, go there. Open at 5 in the evening, church is at 7, you know, I'm like 10 minutes away from the church. So, to go there maybe uh, like an hour before, 
I have to go to church, or I I will be before one about one hour before going to church because I don't have to go to church. And uh, well, we'll see. I don't actually. Well, we'll see. It doesn't matter. Either way, it's nice to have the option. So, and then tomorrow I'm thinking of possibly doing taking uh, my big pack and then going to Torre del Jimeno, Don Jimeno, Don Don. It's Torre Don Jimeno. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I think Don means sir, if I'm not mistaken, señor. Uh, Lord, maybe Lord, Don, I don't know. But basically I'm thinking of going to Mercadona, but I don't really need really many things. Uh, maybe a couple of things of milk, and then uh, uh, my turmeric is starting to run low, maybe ginger. But also going to the bank, because there's an electric signature, electronic, sorry, electronic signature that... Uh, it's basically blocked. I haven't been able to get it done, even though I got the rest taken care of with the person on phone, which was very nice exchange. And then I'm just going to go to one of the branch because there is no, none of it here in Hamile now. I think they have one or two banks here, but it's not Santander. So I'll be going to, uh, I may be going to uh, Torre Don Jimeno, because tomorrow is also uh, no church. So then I can make a, a use of the afternoon to late afternoon to go to the to the library. Anyhow, wow, beautiful, beautiful day. So, is there anything else for you folks? Is there anything else that I would like to share? Something on my mind. Oh, you know what? Shit, there is. Eh, I guess it's going to be a longer walk. There is something. So it started. Actually, when I woke up this morning, I realized I had this kind of dream where I was with basically Glenda's family. So I guess it was supposed to be current, like they had aged, you know. And it just was not a good dream. It was not a nice experience. I mean, it was not, I wouldn't call it a nightmare, but I just didn't feel comfortable. You know, which <laughs> is more than likely uh, what it would be like, right? <laughs> Not far from the truth, so what what the fuck you know i mean am i am I so weak in uh, with my imagination muscle that it's all I could come up with, but you know then uh, so there was that just kind of feeling uncomfortable being around them, and yeah, just being so far away at the same time and then uh then I thought about you know my blood family, my sisters, and this one thing in particular stood out which was so you know since uh, well, I left in October right and I basically said that uh, you know I would basically make an effort to keep in touch and to at least let them know what's going on in my life and no I don't I don't expect anything from them but I can't help to think and even more so because of another factor but I can't help to think or to wonder, this is what, this is my third letter that I've sent. Yeah, October, November, December. And that uh, my younger sister, the first time this month, or I guess last month, <laughs> in December, actually wrote me something to tell me a little bit about her life, you know. 
And now most are weird about saying, you know, thanks for sharing a bit about your life. But if they're like, yeah, well, I'm going to acknowledge it. Because it's not really happening, you know. Uh, outside of my older sister, who at first was kind of almost bugged because she felt I was just going to write to her. And it didn't feel personal enough. So it was like, you know, it didn't make her feel special enough. Which is fine. Thought it was funny, but I am, you know, with all the respect, you know. You you feel what you feel, and that I'm okay with that. I completely accept it. But, you know, they haven't written anything. So I can't help but wonder about that, you know, being being affected by it, you know. And as I was, I think I was doing the yoga while it was happening. Uh, it does help once I get into the reading to get... Uh... Okay, hold on, we have a... Machine here. Oh, that's fine. There's plenty of room. Let's go with this. Anywho, so I can't help, you know, being affected by it. And in other words, kind of feeling those emotions and feeling those thoughts. Uh, basically, being like, am I feeling sorry for myself? You know. And a part of you was like, I think I am a little bit. But I'm like, but I'm not really, am I? And I was having this interesting conversation on one end, being aware that for me to have the thoughts and emotions that were cursing through my veins, I had to feel sorry for myself. If not, it would have just been like, uh, well, today it's sunny, you know, today it's rainy. I mean, yeah, I'm not a big fan of rainy, but it's not evil and I don't feel uh, especially worse for wear. And so it was kind of interesting, that little dialogue taking place. But I do. You know, I am affected by it. You know. Uh, you know, and of course, you know, Glenda's family. I mean, you know. <laughs> my goodness, almost 22 years of my life. You know. And uh, there's a very, very, very strong likelihood that I will never hear a peep ever again from any of them very like very very high and which is fine you know but it is i am affected by it and it is something in my life you know to yeah i have had a, i have found no place to put down roots that worked you know that were sustainable in that way so i mean i am here obviously so that part of my life yes you know still goes on but looking at you know, reaching out, connecting with a community, with a family of sort, that has not borne fruit. And uh, and I guess the journey keeps on. And, uh, well, I guess where I am in my life right now, Pilar is, uh, Pilar is it, you know, and of course, we're looking at something completely different, you know, because it is a friendship, it is not, uh, it is not the same thing. But it is. It is the closest. There is nothing that comes close to that. So that's where that's where I am. But the point, sorry, was I don't want to go into the weeds too much. That's basically I woke up with that kind of uh, uh, uneasy and uncomfortable feeling about the dream uh, I was just aware I just had. And uh, yeah, it did not feel great. I don't definitely... Uh, when I think about, when I think about them, you know, it's, 
yeah, it's so much in my life is kind of disinterested about so many people. You know, I'm just uh, I'm not a big people fan. <laughs> I'm not a big people fan as a general rule. Anywho, but at the same time, I'm not going to put myself into a box. I mean, I just am. And then I have the luggage that I have, and I am making sense the best that I can at any given point. So, and that's where we are. That's where I am. I guess in a way, that's where you are too. Whatever ear is listening to to my uh, rabid vomiting. Anyway, beautiful day, beautiful day. So let's see, I'm actually going uphill now, but that's okay. Nothing wrong with starting a run uphill. So I will stop this podcast, wishing you a beautiful day. And uh, we'll talk to you later. She knows